Good morning, lovely guys and gals, and welcome to the Bird of Life podcast. Welcome back. Today on our podcast, we're going to continue to discuss the offering of the lamb. Maybe we'll finish it. Maybe we'll take one more week to talk about it. I'm enjoying talking to you guys about the offering of the lamb. So we'll see uh, how, how much longer we have to talk about various parts of this uh, service. So today I wanted to primarily talk to you guys about the hymn Nisavev or O All You Wise Men. So, in order to understand it, we look at the text, and oftentimes this hymn is chanted in Coptic, so we don't often get a chance to look at the text, so I'll read it for you guys in English, and it says, O all you wise men of Israel, the makers of golden thread, make a robe of honor befitting the honor of the priesthood of our honored father, the archpriest, Pope Abba, Tawadros II, and our father, the bishop Abba, whoever, of Amina in our diocese, the beloved of Christ. And this is considered a, a papal hymn, and, and it's supposed to be sung in the presence of the bishop or the pope. And this is true. But let's take a look, a closer look, at what this text is saying. This, saying is, this text is saying, O wise men of Israel, the makers of golden thread, make a robe of Aaron befitting the honor of the priesthood. This is kind of weird considering the context in which it's being sung, right? This 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 is being chanted as the deacons and as the priest are exiting the sanctuary right before the absolution of the servants. So it's kind of odd, kind, kind of seems weird, quite out of place. And if you've ever thought so, good job, you're paying attention. In today's rite, the hymn, O All You Wise Men, is sung in the presence of a bishop or the pope at the end of Thanksgiving prayer, prior to the absolution of the ministers or absolution of the servants. In the older rite, as we mentioned before, in order to understand something, we have to look at it in its proper context. In the older rite, the offering of the lamb was preceded by the liturgy of the word. The bishop would vest himself along with the rest of the priests and the deacons in order to begin the prayer, which was the liturgy of the faithful. The key prayers would begin at the anaphora by the common greeting, the Lord be with you all. So this was the time in which the deacons and the priests and the bishop, if he's present, would vest themselves. They would vest them, They would have prayed the entire offering of the lamb with the regular clothing, and then they would vest themselves at this point and then enter into the liturgy of the faithful straight away. Because as we mentioned many times, and you guys are probably so tired of hearing me say this over and over again, the liturgy of the word was before the offering of the Lamb. So this hymn is a hymn of vestment, a hymn of, of that, that should be chanted as the deacon and the priest and, and the bishop are, are vesting themselves, are putting on their tunics. Today, we have the hymn, the hymn of blessing, the hymn we worship the Father of Light and so on. It's chanted as we as the deacons put their tunics on, as the priest put his, puts his tunic on, because that's the first hymn of the service. But in reality, the the, the the vesting used to be after 
this part of this, after the offering of the lamb. So if you could just imagine me for a second, the liturgy of the word would be prayed, unvested. The offering of the lamb would be prayed, unvested. Only the liturgy of the faithful was prayed, vested. And this is key in understanding the various different clothings and the very different, the various different apparels that the bishop and the priests wear during the liturgy, specifically some liturgical garments. I'll spend a little bit talking about it because it, it's very beautiful as we're talking about the golden threads, the robe of Aaron and so on. During the liturgy of the faithful, the priests and bishops are vested in special attire. Now, we'll very briefly mention the clothing because it's very, very interesting. So, up until this point, the priest and the bishop are wearing their black robes and the regular hats, the regular turbans. Uh, it's only now that they begin to vest themselves with the golden stringed apparels. The There's the, the sadreya, the one that's worn on the chest. And then there's the cape also as well. The the priests have their pointy hats. Some priests wear the a veil instead. And the most interesting part are the bishop vestments. The bishops usually have their cape, which includes some kind of sleeves that they put their hands through. Now these sleeves, and also a belt as well. These sleeves and these belt have have many reasons and many uh, many understandings as to why they wear them but i'm just going to focus on one particular thing about the the vestments which are which are the cuffs the priest and the bishop in the older tradition used to wear cuffs used to wear maybe like six inches or so worth of or worth of fabric that they wrap around the ends of their hands the ends of their arms right before their hands at this time and this is when the liturgy of the faithful would begin. In one of the churches that I've attended, the priest always puts on his cuff, these cuffs, right after the gospel, because that's when they would traditionally vest themselves. Now, these cuffs are to remind the priest that, or the bishop, whoever's praying the liturgy, that his hands throughout the liturgy are no longer his hands. They're the hands of Christ doing the work of Christ. The priest is standing there, but Christ is doing the work. And this is very theologically beautiful because Christ is there offering himself up again the same way that he did in the mystical supper very very beautiful very important there's some instagram pages that i've seen that uh, that uh, present different apparel different cloth clothing of bishops and popes and priests as well very very interesting to look at that and and it would be very cool if someone would uh, do a study on these things the, the what the bishop in particular wears because the bishop has a lot of very interesting apparel and the deacons and the priests as well, but specifically with the cape. And, and if you see Pope Corollis's hat, for example, he has the, the pointy hat that he wears in the liturgy. He used to wear the mitre, the priest's, the priest's pointy hat under it so it can stand up. That's an, that's an example of a cool fact that I've recently learned about the peril of the priests, uh, of the of the patriarch. So there are a lot of very interesting aspects of the clothing of the bishop and priest and popes as well. That, that, that's very cool and this hymn was chanted at that time to to essentially convey what's going on that the that the bishop and the rest of the clergy are vesting themselves for the service which is about to commence which is the liturgy of the faithful i think we'll end it here it's a very very brief episode today i'm ending it a little bit early just just because i want to spend a decent amount of time talking about the next parts 
next couple parts and i don't want to rush talking about them because they're very very important very interesting so we'll we'll, we'll end it here we'll end it a little bit early and we'll continue next week and we will wrap up the offering of the lamb god willing next week and we will begin the liturgy of the word in two weeks god willing freely i received freely i give have a blessed day until next time god is with you and christ is risen Thank you.